From the friend zone Mom trying to be I'm trying to reach the end zone You think I'm kinda sweet And you wanna be friends though It's cool though Just don't try to play me for no fool yo Views from the friend zone Mom trying to be I'm trying to reach the end zone You think I'm kinda sweet And you wanna be friends though It's cool though Just don't try to play me for no fool yo Welcome to another edition of the Views from the Friend Zone podcast. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Everybody's out there getting drunk, you know what I'm saying? Be careful out there, don't get too sloppy, you know. We're also celebrating Women's History Month, and we have some special women in the building who's doing their thing, you know what I'm saying? Like always, though, I'm going to have everybody introduce yourself. It's your boy, Real Talk Moth. Hi, everybody. My name is Jasmine, and I am co-owner and chief operations officer of Ezra Fear Wines. What's up, everybody? I'm Ashanti Middleton. I'm co-owner and chief, chief networking officer of Ezra Fear Wines. I am Taishimia, and I am also a co-owner, and I am the chief creative officer of Ezra Fear Wines. You know me, Open Shirt Poppy. What up? What <laughs> open up? Shirt Poppy? It's your boy, Slip Rock Manal. In the summertime, you got the shirt open, the chain out, you know what I'm saying? Okay. With so the hamburger meat? Dope, right? Because <laughs> we're celebrating Women History Month. We got three boss women who, yes. who's running their thing. Welcome, ladies. That's their beautiful product right there. We're about to taste it, let you guys know, you know, how it tastes. Ezra Revere. That. But, you know, yes. Ezra Revere, that's a dope name. They have a story behind the name, so they're going to tell us real quick. Go ahead. Well, we got the name Ezra Vere. It is actually the word reverse spelled backwards. And how that concept came up is we all used to sit down at my mom's kitchen table and just drink wine, have some drink, girl talk, talk about guys and things y'all Not do. Me. I would say like that. Talk about girls. <laughs> a little bit of everything. You know, things that y'all do to stress us out. And, you know, we just used to have a lot of fun. So we decided to come out with a wine product and we came up with the name Reverse. Um, as Revere from Reverse, so pretty much our slogan is throw your day in reverse with a bottle of Ez Revere mm-hmm. or reverse the night. So a lot of the times, most people are drinking because they're kind of stressed out, they aggravated, you know, whatever, had a long day. We're like, no, throw that into reverse mm-hmm. and have some Ez Revere. Right. So that's pretty much what it comes to. Celebrate came life up. with it, right? right. Not about yeah. winding down, it's about kind of turning up. Right. And turning up, it. exactly. That's dope. Thank you. Yeah, so. I mean, it, it's dope to see, you know, women entrepreneurs, but to like, you know, tackle the spirits market, right? Is we tend to see spirits marketed as like men drink spirits or, or men own program companies. So to have women do their thing, I think that's kind of dope. Right. Because actually the wine um, industry is heavily saturated with white men. I mean, it is what it yes. is. So for us to be in this industry is a little bit challenging, but we, I mean, we're ready for it. We've done the research. This was a seven-year project, and we just got bottled about two or three, well, three or four months ago. We just finally got the shit bottled and yes. stuff because the licensing, per, the licensing permits, clearances that you need to get to have a beverage in a bottle, it's like, it's, it's, it takes forever, and it's very costly and stuff, so um, we, we're, we're here. Glad to have y'all here. Yeah, yeah. I got to sample this though. I mean, yeah, we definitely, yeah, right. we definitely need to see what's going on. <laughs> Let's go. It's St. Patrick's Day though. Yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I definitely want some. Show the bottle so everybody can see. It. Show the bottle for us. And, and it got a nice, you know, sleek, clean design to the bottle. So hey. you know. We wanted to have it so that it was appealing to both men and women. When you think wine, you always think of women. Like, oh, it's yeah. a women drink. Yeah. So we created it because we all have three different taste buds. Ashanti's a cognac drinker. Jasmine likes vodka. I'm a tequila drinker myself. So we wanted something that was as strong. Yes, tequila. It's a good choice. <laughs> We're not judging today. We're not judging. So we wanted it so that you have three different palettes where it's going to smell good, taste good. And it'll appeal to everyone. Actually, the the, um, the vineyard that it's made at is in California, Madeira. Okay. I was going to ask where's the vineyard. Right. It's in California, Madeira. It's a 100-year-old vineyard. And the owner name is Demetrio. He's been sure. rocking with us since day one, since we first called him about seven years ago. When we didn't have any money, we were just asking prices. We were like, well, how much does this cost? We didn't know anything about this process. Yeah. He gave us a quote. He gave us some, some advice over the phone. And he was like, when you guys are ready, just call me back and we'll make it work. And seven years later we called him back same thing he's like hey a 
Ashanti from New York, right? I was like, yeah, we ready. We think. Give us a new quote. And he sure did. Within like a day, he gave us a new quote on the whole process. It's not an easy process. And we accepted the quote. And ever since, it's just been history from there. Thank you. That is so dope. Like I said, we've been celebrating Women History Month, so we've been having women guests who are entrepreneurs who are doing their thing. So you guys fall in line with that. So we're going to start the show as far as how we do topics, ask questions, and we just want your opinion and just your perspective on it. All right? So the first question, which is right up you guys' alley, is the cost of dream chasing, right? So what has been the biggest sacrifice you made chasing your dreams? We'll have ladies first. So, pretty much for me, the biggest sacrifice I made is not being able to move the way I want to move in terms of being a mom and pursuing other things that I'm trying to do and financially sacrificing and then sacrificing with still having to work my nine to five. So, it's like a mental and a financial sacrifice all in one. For me, it's, it's more or less time. Um, out of the three of us, like my job is more restrictive than theirs. That and the financial part, because it's it's just me. So for me, it's like you have to make those choices that sometimes you really don't want to make. Where it's yeah. like, hmm, do I want to have a five dollar coffee today? Right. No, I yeah. have to pay for something for S. Revere. But you get the joy in it. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's I look at it like. Why make Starbucks rich when I can definitely make my company rich and take that stress off of my co-owners? Like, we're doing this together. And it's it's a good thing, but it's definitely, for me, time and finance. It's, it's tough. It's really tough, especially when you're in a stage where you still have to keep the nine to five. Oh, my God, yeah. And you have to separate the, the you know, you have to be good at work, but at the same time, you got to save some of that passion for your brand as right. well. Because we, we, we get stuck to be a good-ass worker and then we're poor-ass business owners. And right, we're doing both. So we got to find a way to like keep that same keep that energy balance. for our own. Keep that balance. Because it's easy to you know push towards something you love like this or what your dream. And then you kind of slack off in the mm. 9 to 5 or whatever. You know, because you're like, I don't want to be here. But say it again. It's <laughs> like, that's that's, that's really the, what's really. going on. Even... even us doing a podcast show, you know, after after the show's finished, I gotta cut videos for IG, I gotta do promotions, I gotta and then you still gotta get ready for work the next day. Right? So that's the saddest like, part. So you gotta burn the candle from both ends. It's, it's really, really tough. So guys, what has been the biggest sacrifice you guys made chasing your dream? Basically, just time management. Me being a new parent and stuff is very difficult to balance the two. And Congratulations. Just, thank you. I appreciate it. Doing the podcast and then just reaching out. I seen three sisters from Queens. I'm like, you know what? I got to hit them up, see right. what's going on. That was dope. That and was that's good very job. important. Just time management. What about you? Um, it's, it's along the same lines. It's time with family, friends. Um, you got to sacrifice something, you know what I mean? Whatever you really pursuing. So. And I struggle with that too because I value that time. Um, yeah. A uh, little, little while back, when I was involved in um, multimedia corporation type of thing, they expressed like, you know, you sacrifice the time now with your kids or whatever, you know, so later on you can give them all that they right. want, need and you can spend that. But you don't get those moments back. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So it's like, I hear what you're saying and they're right. You do have to sacrifice that. But what do you want? Do I want to have those moments? Why can't I have both? That's I, I, what I, I, I think the biggest sacrifice, like you guys are saying, is time, money. And it's sometimes people don't understand. People don't see your vision. Right. No. So, you know, us doing the podcast shows and stuff like that, people just like, you know, when you're missing events because you, you have to do your show or something, people just like, well, you're not making money like that. Why don't you just cancel right. it? Like, nah, because this is my business, right? right? So. Regardless if I'm Oprah or I'm not Oprah, I have to handle with the same professionalism. Right. I can't cancel it just because you feel like I need to be somewhere right. and, and affect what I got going on. And that's and, why it works. And, and then until people can see, once people see you making X amount of dollars, then they have respect for it. But you don't open up overnight and make X amount of dollars. Right. You have to grind. Right. People, people sometimes don't acknowledge your grind. They acknowledge only when you shine. Then they be like, "Oh, I'm so oh, proud yeah. of you! Oh, you're doing your thing!" And then they want to be around. But not when only that, like, we. Crying. I had somebody out the woodwork that I didn't speak to in three years that 
they didn't practically cut me off like three years ago. Out the, we was at a photo shoot. Yes, it was yesterday. It was yesterday. Had a photo shoot, and I get this mystery text message because I don't have her phone number or anything no more. And she's just look. Uh, I think we need to rekindle and regroup and this and that because you see what the fuck is going on on Instagram. Yeah. So now I'm weary of you. It's been three years. We had a little falling out. We were friends. We had a little falling out. It's been three years. Three years ago, we wasn't where we at now, and she's still friends with my wife. She's still friends with y'all and stuff, and she's still friends with my sister so she see the events and what's going on so as much as i still love her because we had a relationship now i'm weary like all right what are you, what are you coming around for people do want to catch on the train before it's fully off the stop right, you know what like, i'm saying what so if they see a little momentum like maybe humble. i can hop on now she was yeah. mad humble yesterday like, black button and i remind everyone <laughs> every phone has a black button right yeah. use it i've had the same phone number for 10 years and all i just use that black number that yeah. black that black button in a minute and I, so you guys kind of mentioned it, but the next question is, how has your social life and relationships been affected by chasing your dream? Um, I would say for me, it's, it's, um, for me, it's, I, I'm an, I'm an only child. And for me, it's, it's hard because my parents, like we depend on each other. My parents have been together. They've been married 40 years this year. Beautiful. And congrats my best friend really is my dad like that's the person when I have an idea like even when we were coming up with Estrovia like that's who I would call late at night or FaceTime or sometimes even go to their house and have a discussion and he's like oh my daughter's like that <laughs> <laughs> when you're a good father like the one I have she will be shout out to Pops and I love that you say that right because a lot of times when people are successful not to sound salty it's always Shout out to my mom and God. Dad don't get love, right? So no. when dad gets love, I like to point that Listen, out. I, the, the, my father, Cleo, is an amazing, amazing man. Yes. All of us. So it's like for us, it's like like he came by this morning and he was just like, you missed family dinner last night. I was like, I know. He was like, but I love the way he did it. He was like, but you was handling your business, so it's okay. Yeah, so it's he was like, well, I'm going to see you later. And I was like, yeah. And even like he'll just randomly just call. But my friendship with my co-owners, it made us, it made me have a bigger respect for them as yeah. businesswomen. Because yeah. you see a different part of them. And they, yeah. they made me tougher. Yeah. And they made me more responsible in ways I was irresponsible. Yeah. So that was better. It made me see who really was supportive of us, yeah. especially in my family and even in my relationship. It made me see like if your relationship can stand something or if it can't yeah. or how honest your spouse will be with you. Because some, some relationships struggle. And then it also made me look around like and see like what love really is. Yeah. Like Ashanti and Hatikwa love. Yeah. That's different. Like, that's what's like up. that right her goals. relationship woman, goals, right? goals that's, that's what's up. I, I just love it because you see like it teaches you what support is yeah. and then also what dependency is yeah. and what love is hey, and you know what to expand upon the question like as far as how it affects relationship because a lot of times when we're single or dating when we don't have a lot of time you don't have time for the WYD what you do in text messages right so how has that affected you you being a mom and you know how has it the grind affect your relationships. She asked me what my earrings was. Haven't slept in four days. But um for me, my social life right now is non existent. Um I was recently engaged, had a baby, but that's not happening at this time. So Sorry. I'm single and I'm a single mom. So right now, honestly, I don't have the time. I take relationships very seriously and even if I'm dating you know, I want to. I have a certain level of respect for even somebody that I'm dating. We don't have to be exclusive, but I don't have the time to put in that because right now I'm focused on me. I'm focused on Azure I'm focused on my kids. I'm focused on my other business, and I'm focused on my side job. So I don't have the time for somebody because I want to put my all into you, regardless. And I just don't have the time to do that. You know what okay. I'm saying? So. So you you saying you don't have time for a relationship with regards to. And when I say I don't have time, it's not like, oh, I don't have time. I don't have time right now because I don't want to have time. I can find the time. Yeah. Yeah, But right now, I've been in a relationship off and on for 18 years. Right now, it's about me. Right. So Ooh, I don't want to find that. That's time. powerful. You can always find it. Now that's the that's the good old excuse. You. Oh no, I don't have understand. time. No, we all can find the time, but I don't want to find the time. People get okay. it twisted when um, you say that, though. You know what I mean? Because I, I can relate to exactly what you're saying. And you have a focus. Mm-hmm. You want to you want to reach your goal, mm-hmm. right? And that'll make you a better spouse too. Whoever. Right Absolutely. Now you can't. 
can't really do that. So it's like, I'm not going to try and go into this thing knowing that it's destined to fail, right? Right. Right. And the I right sh- one can come along and make me find the time. Yeah. I'm just saying. You know, we here. If he, if he here, and I'm here, he, he gonna make me find the time. That's all I'm saying. So, so Shanti, me, you being uh, a married person on the panel, right? right. How has that affect your marriage? It has Brian? grown it. Like we, what what we all agree with is that this Ezra will not impact us financially in a way that we just slumping down. And I swore and I vowed to my wife that this project won't infiltrate our finances at home. We live together, car no car insurance, rent. It won't infiltrate negatively or negatively impact my personal finances and stuff like that and if it does sorry Todd sorry Jazz I need to take a break because home comes first home comes first and that goes for her and that goes for her if we ever have a time where we need a break because something ain't right at home or whatever take your break take care of home because that's the structure if my wife is not feeling something or if that starts to break down then as a is going I'm going to break down I'm not going to be yeah. no good to my project so in regards to that it has grown our relationships we go out we socialize my social life has boosted because I'm a big social butterfly I'm all over the place Shaking, I'm a move and a shaker. That's how I describe myself. Shaking hands, rubbing elbows, and closing deals and all of that kind of stuff. So I'm that person. So this only enhances it. Okay. It only enhances that. And that's good, right? Because I feel like a lot of times when we grind on something, if we don't have proper communication with our spouse or the person we're in, right. we can, they can feel neglected. Absolutely. But if they're part of the vision, they see what's going Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Number one supporter. Updated, She's a great supporter. It, it, it grows things because they're proud of your hustle. Right. right, and 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 they know that in the end, when everything becomes beautiful, they'll reap the benefits. But it's not even about reaping the benefits; it's about supporting that person right. and Support. watching them grow. That's the key. And yes. Feel when someone is chasing, or when someone is, I like to say, building. Because if you don't always say, you don't have to support the vision; you have to support the person. Right. Because it's going to be some things where you may not agree with, but it's like you know what, this is going to be for the betterment. Of you is going to be the betterment of us. The best advice I ever got was a person will never be as good to you until they're good to themselves. And if they're not good to their vision or their goal, like Ashanti said, they're they're going to be horrible to you. It's not going to work. I always tell people like, my bad. I always tell people like, you can't expect someone to give you happy. You got to find happy yourself. That's right. And then you can accept what someone else is offering to give. If you're waiting on your spouse whoever you're dealing with, your friends, to make you happy, you're just riding somebody else's wave. You got to be happy yourself. What were you going to say, Mike? Uh, no. While you do bartending, I'm going to go to the last time. <laughs> I got something. He okay. got something to say. Okay. Um, what I find that along the same lines of what we were just discussing, when y'all have a goal, when anybody has a goal and you get involved with someone, it's best to find that they have a goal or something that's motivating them because I find that if they don't have something that's motivating them, something that, you know, makes them get up in the morning, something that they're inspired by, it's a little more difficult for them to understand your grind and support you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they don't have that same passion for something. They need something, you know, and that's something I got to talk about early on. Like, this is my goal. Because, like... They have to see that that win is our win and not just your win, right? right. Because uh, Cliff stepped out, but Clifford says, you know, sometimes people could be jealous of your lifestyle and it could be the person you with. From within. That person, yeah. Right? Yeah. Because they don't feel like they're included in the vision. So they feel like they're on the sideline when it's supposed to be us. I could honestly say that my wife does not feel like that and she's 100% in this just yeah. like all the three of us she's been with me me and her have been together for 10 years 10 years married for three years she's been with me since before this vision i also right. have a tv show which i'm gonna spread that to y'all she's nice. been there for that and she's just like a super supporter she's at all the events setting up handing out as revere smiling pictures all of that she Looking cute. <laughs> She's involved in everything, and I'm just so grateful. I know I have I have friends that are grinding, doing their photography or doing whatever, and they girlfriend ain't feeling, just not Jealous feeling it. Or... Just like, yo, come home, where you at? My wife do not do so that to me. Can we get me. a toast for the black love in here? Toast for the black love. Toast to that black ass love. Toast to that black ass love. Toast to the last question on this topic, right? And you kind of gave a little um, advice as well, but 
Are you are you proud of the journey? What advice would you give a person on the fence of chasing their dreams? Just do it. Nike, just do it. The best advice I can tell you to do it is because this. My, my my god brother Akil, he gave me this advice. He said, when you work for someone, the salary that they give you is is basically what they're paying you to give up your dreams. Yes. And I at first I was like, but I want to do this. He was like. But why can't you do it self-standing? Like, why can't you do it yourself? He was like, think about it. You take a risk when you order food from a restaurant. You take a risk when you get in an Uber. You you take an even bigger risk when you have a job where someone can tell you whether or not they're going to pay you for the next eight hours or not. They can walk in and say, this is over. Mm -hmm. Why not control it yourself? And it was just like, well, I, I I don't know. And he told me, like, he... He had a good job, and he walked away because he wanted to get into music. Yeah, I was like, but you got kids. He was like, but so what? I can't die with what I have in me. So when working with these two, and they called me one day and was like, we got to do this. I was like, wait, what? How we... We're, we're gonna figure it out, and I was. Yeah. Don't worry about how. Just, I was. I am the nervous. I am the. I have. It seems like y'all balance each other out. Oh, yeah. yeah, you need a little bit of everything. Because it is a little Shanti, bit of everything. Not, not like a TLC thing. It's kind a of lot thing. of it. Yeah. Ashanti is just like, oh, we go, and yeah. I'm like, and yeah. I'm like, wait, <laughs> but I need a plan A B C D E F G, yeah. and my backup got to have a backup. Yeah. Got to have a backup. But it's like, it's, he, 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 like that's just who she is. And then Jasmine is the balance. And then even in my relationship, when I was telling him about it, he was like, just listen to Ashanti. I was like, wait, no. He was like, you need to listen. She's going to make it. She's going to, she's going to, she's going to help balance you out. I was like, Ty's a scared one. So every time we get an offer. Everyone has a scary Right. Thing. I no, get I'm it. Not, more, I'm not, more, to, not to call you scary. Apprehensive. She's right. more thoughtful. She's a like, thoughtful one. Like, cautious. Ty is cautious. OD like, cautious. I got to see every angle of yeah. Yeah. If we're in a situation and something's offered, I'll, I'll read their faces. I'm the most outspoken one when it comes to where it comes to be aggressive and negativity. So when an offer comes, I'm like, yay, wait a minute. Right. <laughs> I need some background like research. Yeah. I want to know who you worked with, how She's that turned out, and what, you, yeah. and what you're and bringing. Colors, and the color scheme of things. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows yeah. that. I mean. <laughs> if you know about, like, it's a, it's a class I took on, on your colors, or your personalities, your green. Like you, what does green mean? Green, somebody who has to have things laid out step by step. Look at her cup. And look at her jacket. Her cup and her jacket. Blues are more off the cuff. I think like you, just let's do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're more turn up. Let me so what, advi- it. what advice do you have, Ashanti? <laughs> advice that I have is just do it like Ty, like said, but be, be strategic. Because you don't want to, again, mess up home. Like, that financial hardship would be the first thing, first reason why your relationship go downhill. And we, I don't want to put that stress on my wife. I don't want to be like, well, baby, you know, I don't have my portion of the bills this month. Can you just hold us down? And, and who knows? It might get like that at some point. But I'm trying my darndest so it don't get like that. Yeah, like, right. I don't want to be like that. Ezra Vare is a great sacrifice for us, but I'm not trying to have it overtake my relationship and just cause all types of fuckery between me and my wife because we can't pay the bills and all that. I'm not doing that. So you got to be strategic with what you do. So just do it with strategy. That's my whole outtake on it. Right. My advice would be to go out on a limb and take a risk. Yeah. I would also say do your research. This is the age of information. Anything you need to know is out there. Use your 10 degrees or six degrees, or two degrees of separation and figure it out, I will also recommend find a mentor. Look for people who are doing what you're doing and reach out Mm -hmm. to them. Ask them questions. You know, don't be scared. Like, you need people like that to tell you, nah, I wouldn't do this, I would do this. You know, save you maybe some money, some assets, some stress. You know. We didn't have that. We we kind of just now finding a few mentors. Right. Like we just got into a shop called Happy Cork on, in Brooklyn on Buffalo. Shout out to Happy Shout Cork. Shout out to Happy Cork. Atlantic. Like her name is Buffalo. Sunshine. She's the owner.
owner. It's a brand new store. They only open what two weeks now, and it's a, a beautiful black owned wine shop. It's just nice. everything in there is exclusive, nice. right? Maybe maybe two percent of the alcohol and wine in there that you recognize. Everything else is just exclusive, right? Nice. So, some right is dope. People spending your dollars in the community, right? Dope black businesses and because that's how we grow. The owner, she gives us advice. She helps us out. She gave us some good ass tidbits, and she got so much more for us. So we just grateful for her. We met someone named Celeste Beatty recently who started her own beer. She's black too. In the year 2000, she started brewing beer in her house and then she turned this shit into a fucking multi-thousand dollar business. You understand what I'm saying? So she's, it's 2019. She's in, what we asked her when, we, when you said, we said, Celeste, how many accounts do you have? And she said what? She said, I don't even know. She lost count. And I said, I cannot wait for somebody. Because right now, if somebody asks us how many accounts we, we have, can we, say it. we have one and we have two on the way. Right. We know. We, she has so many that she's, she's like, well, like, my accountant know. knows. But yeah, I don't know. And that's, like, that's good. Successful in business. We'll tell you this, though. There's no such thing as a loss. And it's a lesson. It's, it's a, a lesson. lesson. It's a win or exactly. a lesson. That's it. You gotta, you gotta learn. You know what I mean? From whatever happened, any shortfalls or anything that you feel like maybe a setback. Right. You learn something from it, so you don't consider it a loss. What know? What advice I would give? And I, I I read this somewhere. It was just like you know, people always think that you have to be so exclusive for you to be successful. Right. But if you go down the bread aisle, there's wonder. There's something else. The store brand. Like that. store brand. Mm-hmm. That's every cup of tea and everybody. Everybody has a different cup of tea. Everybody has a different niche. Go out there, do your thing, add your twist to it. I don't worry it, about other But don't be afraid stuff. to enter a market that's already there. Right. That's because there's market advice. share for everyone. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Right. people like new shout out to Soul Exchange yeah, Bistro Soul Exchange is the first restaurant that purchased our alcohol yeah, yeah I, I approached the owner her name is Eve with, along with her husband Mark Benjamin your, your brand people are gonna love you you guys are dropping names every <laughs> right. yeah. second because you know, you know we're so appreciative you have right. no idea we have somebody to, to take a chance on you right. it's so humbling and you know it's just we're just forever indebted we're super super humble that's one thing I love about us we're so humble like you wouldn't know if I had a million dollars in my bank account or one dollar because right. I'm just the same. That's right. just how we are. Well, as as Revere speaks for itself, I'm I'm a red right. drinker normally. When I drink wine, I normally drink red. But we got you. Like you feeling that? You, you feeling like it? it? <laughs> yeah. And it's we got that red good. for you. Is coming. Don't okay. worry. Okay. It's called Ezra Red. Ah. Cool, cool. All right. So um, we're gonna move on to the next topic. The next topic is dating outside of your comfort zone. Right. So the I'm next question juicy. is: Have you ever dated outside of your comfort zone? Do you understand what that means? Dating outside yes. of your comfort zone. <laughs> so go ahead, bless us with a response. Sorry, I have no. I have one time. One. It was the only thing that I, I can say is be open to it, but also um, don't lose yourself in it, and just stand your ground respectfully. But I, I, I'm gonna stick to what I know. I mean, what I have to say about this, I ain't got no type. I, I, bad, bad is the only thing, thing. You ain't got no life. I never had a type. I dated a, a guy in these girls, Spanish girls, black girls. I never had no, t- sorry, babe. This is raw, but. All right, she rolled her eyes like the eyeball. Right, way back. But I don't have a type. Like, I just, I, I date what I'm attracted to. It don't even matter. Like, I don't have no type. I ain't. What about you, Jess? You ever dated outside of your comfort zone? I feel zone? like, for me, dating outside of my comfort zone is dating somebody that can teach me something, that can show me something. So it's un- it's uncomfortable for me because I'm super independent. Like, I'm the one that I'm the nurturer to take care of everything. So I look up to people that can actually give me advice and teach me something. And it's rare for me to find a man that's a at the, that's a boss. Not that they aren't out there, but somebody who's on my level or higher that could teach me something. And it's weird for a, a man to 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 know the life that I'm in and to be able to give me advice. Like that's just like it's a little uncomfortable, but in a good way. So it's Jasmine's so attracted to that. She's yeah. so attracted to that. Like a man that could sit down with her and talk business. Mm-hmm. Like she, ooh, that's what she is. So that. that's out of your comfort zone, though. Because that seems like that, more uh, in your comfort zone. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It makes her, it makes her like, ooh. You know why? Because 
So something that's inside of your comfort zone is something that you don't have to put too much thought into. It's something that's yes, easy and simple. So it's easy for me to deal with a guy who I could teach him something because I know shit. You know, guys don't know <laughs> a lot about credit and business and real estate and wine. And that's easy. I could talk to you all day. I want somebody to talk to me. Mm-hmm. I want somebody to teach me something. So I'd be like, oh, damn, I didn't know that. Oh, daddy. Oh, daddy. <laughs> I didn't say that now. Oh, you said real estate. You said so, credit. So, Mike, have you ever dated outside of your comfort zone? <laughs> you said Roth IRA? on a whole uh, other level. When you said out of your comfort zone, I was just thinking like somebody you meet in a different setting than you're accustomed to or yeah. starting a relationship. Outside of your regular circles, outside yeah, of your man. choices. I, I met a chick on the wrong number before. That ain't nobody's comfort zone if you ask me. But it was cool for the time. That's random though. I mean, have you went out of your way and dated out inside of your comfort I mean, zone? nah, not really, I'm going to say because I, I don't really um, because to to say that I'm gonna find somebody outside of um, my comfort zone is tough. It's a it's a risk, a risk that I don't know, I haven't been willing to take. Just I yet. mean, I, I dated you the know? same kind of girls for, before I got married. So many years, I'm Haitian, so I also was chasing Haitian girls throughout college and stuff like that. It just didn't work work out for me. So I stepped out of my comfort zone, dated someone. Shout out to my boy Mike because he introduced me to my wife. But hey, what is she? Oh. What is she? She's Puerto Rican. But That's I, just, I have had. But, uh, <laughs> but Wait, I say that to say so this. Him is what I'm saying. Oh, I, I, shit. No. <laughs> Look at that confusion. Oh, that is my most successful relationship. His marriage. Oh, he made it sound like he had her first and then he passed her along. He's like, what? He's like, okay. What kind of podcast we... Sometimes love is outside of what you're regularly used to. Absolutely. Like we we, we kind of tend to date the same people recycled over and over again. Not the same person, but the same, same type, type of person. person. And then we kind of wonder, like, well, See, why is it not it. working? Mm-hmm. Because we're comfortable <laughs> being with the same circle. But me, what about you, Cliff? Have you ever yeah. dated outside of your comfort zone? No. I usually, I usually know what I want. I don't decide to date on my, out of my comfort zone because I'm just going to waste her time. So I usually, if I know what I want, I just stick to that. So when you go to a restaurant, you order the same shit, steak and, steak and fries. Same stuff. <laughs> I like to keep it simple. No headaches. Right. There's nothing wrong with Try that. Try something different. There's nothing wrong right, with so that. So Try the, something the different. The next question on this topic is, do you feel love has escaped you because you keep dating in the same circle? Sorry. But those who don't have love or, or love hasn't worked. Hey, let me speak on this. <laughs> okay. He started with the A. Because, you know what? Because I can honestly say, um, um, it's not always the other person's fault. I'd take a little bit of credit, you know? Yeah. I want things a certain way, so sometimes um, I act a certain way, and that might have caused a problem. With I'm not saying everybody I dealt with wasn't yeah. good, they just wasn't good for me. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's a matter of the things that I've done along in, in conjunction with who they were as, as people. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I can really say. Like, I think it's the best advice I got from my... I, I look to my parents when it comes to love and relationships. My mother yeah. said, your father's not who I met in 77. She said, "Is it? it's a few things. Are you willing to grow with him? Mm-hmm. Are you willing to grow against him sometimes? Because you can't always see what you're doing when it's affecting you, not just your relationship. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, it's at the end of the day, could you be so happy in your situation that you can lay with yourself? Because regardless of what's going on in a relationship, you still have to be able to lay, you lay within yourself at night. Even if they're next to you, yeah. you, you have to be comfortable. So I feel like you don't lose love. It's just whether or not you, you feel that they're worth growing with, growing against, yeah. and and I can still lay within myself within the relationship. So Jasmine, do you feel like, you know, love could have escaped you because you're dating in the same circles? Absolutely not. Um, I'm never going to give up on love. I don't care if I'm 80 years old. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm always going to feel open to that. And I feel like everything that I've been through, it was a lesson and had to happen. I've grown from it and I've took, taken that lesson and I haven't made the same mistakes in the relationships. So whatever happened in all my relationships that didn't go so well, things that I didn't do right and they didn't do right, I made sure not to repeat those same mistakes. And it's constantly going to be new lessons because it's constantly new people. If I'm with you, 
you, you're going to teach me different things and we're going to go do different things than if I'm with somebody else. So I'm, I'm never going to feel like that. No. So let me close this topic out with a more superficial question. And this question is, do you feel love could be waiting for you outside of your usual attraction? Absolutely. 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 Yeah. Elaborate. Yeah. Elaborate. In high school, all I, well, it, and it's nothing wrong with this, but I was attracted to Spanish girls. I was, okay. but keep in mind, I was in high school. You That's know, trouble. young, you doing your thing. <laughs> I was attracted to Spanish girls. I love, like, I think Latin women are beautiful women, you know, and that's just my attraction. Like, it is what it is. But she's nowhere near Spanish. She got natural hair, you know, black ass skin. I found my wife. <laughs> okay. And I found a love and attraction for my wife despite what my usual attraction is. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? All my girlfriends before her was Spanish, Dominican and Puerto Rican. So, found my wife and I love her to death and I value her to death for her beauty and her naturalness and everything. Yeah, go ahead. Sit in your glory, boo. For everything that she has. Praise I love that. I love my wife. Praise well, love I can it. completely relate to everything you just said. I did have an affinity. I got like a Spanish amount. Like I'm like 116th somewhere. So that that little thing. You're going to represent that quarter. Uh, yeah, you know, I think that it, it was inside of me and it drew up some kind of attraction. But I think, you know, the Spanish women are fiery. And I, I in my younger years, I liked the drama. So it was like, that might have caused an attraction because I knew they was going to give me that. Right. But I've learned that's no good for me. You got to learn what's no good for you. Right. You know, and I feel like, um, though my sisters have drama too, they're more grounded and I need, you know, that kind of support. You know what I mean? So I used to always um, eat vanilla ice cream. Now I only eat chocolate. So, so, to bring it back, I'm saying, <laughs> but, but you can be attracted to, right, but I don't have just one you can type be attracted to. I know, the attraction but I'm, is still but there, the but question it's is more saying, me. The question is more saying, because let's say you always look for certain measurements or certain kind of woman. Can, do you feel like you can ultimately settle in for love with someone who doesn't necessarily meet your immediate You're attraction? measurements now? So we're talking well, I'm, like... I'm, I'm just, I was just using <laughs> that as, as far as like, you know, your, your usual attraction physical attraction can you fall in love with yeah, someone that's just I, beyond I, I, that definitely. Yeah, it, it, it definitely can because sometimes you can't see past it I'm more or less of a type of person where it's like physical is at first but I have like weird things that when I see it I'm like no and it could be like this like for me it's teeth and hands if your teeth <laughs> is not together mm-hmm. and your hands are looking a little crazy can't even get to the conversation forget what I don't know what it is it's just it's just not it's it's it's, it's just it's just not gonna work I've, I've heard that I've heard you like, have your thing. women have these specific yes. things right, that they exactly. check out like you think, oh, yeah, I'm looking good but, or whatever. But, whatever. but there'd be some little shit that they're like, that but, I have da- but I have dated someone that yeah. had beautiful hands but had little teeth was a little crazy. Yeah. But I loved him, and it, and it worked out, and it was a yeah. beautiful thing. You did it outside your comfort zone. That definitely was awesome. Y'all had some dates to the dentist. She was like, oh, I did take him. I so did. <laughs> I did. I did. What about you, Cliff? Can, can, you, can you date someone that's outside of your usual attraction? I mean, I'm a married man, so before the I was off the market. Yeah. Okay, before I was off the market, yeah. I mean, sometimes you can't just look at being attracted to somebody. If, if the personality is dope, that the, the chemistry, yeah. chemistry is everything now. Yeah. Because like, yes. you could be with somebody that's super dope and just superficial, but then they, the, the chemistry don't meet. You're like, all right, I can't You're do right. this anymore. Yeah. You, know, you like, want somebody that could... You want somebody that's gonna balance you at all times. <laughs> yeah. They just it's, just it's just the mindset that I just you just can't take. But if you can make me laugh and we can have a good time and I could you can tell me about myself, we yeah. good. If yeah. not, this if you weak, you gotta go. Uh uh-uh, uh yeah. oh, that's a beautiful yeah. thing that you said that my wife always says that if I couldn't have made her laugh, it was a rap. That was what that's sealed the, best the deal. Part, that's the best part because your your spouse is ultimately supposed to be your best friend on a different level. Yes. And these are my two best friends. And I can literally laugh so hard that I'm crying right. between the two of them. Yes. So I got that. It took a while for me to get that. People say, oh, your spouse should be your best friend and best friend. It's like, I got a best friend already. Right. I don't yeah. need the, I need them to be my lover and my companion. They yeah. don't have to be my best but what friend. Is a, but yeah. what is a friend? But, but what what is a friend? That's everything except for yes, the spouse. You're intimate yo, and your soul's a little bit different. It's true. I under, I didn't understand it then the way I understand it now. Okay. I was married before. I'm a, I'm a divorcee, and I realized that though I loved my wife and she loved me, we weren't 
friends, really. Like you couldn't like you, you couldn't like you that. couldn't have you, that laugh. You couldn't be yeah, silly with them. Right now, do do you feel like y'all better friends now? Time during the show. I'm just trying to therapy on me. Jazz, it's about to get good. You have children. Yes, no, no, no. You guys are good friends. I told you that. Yes, we are. That's what I'm saying. You guys are better friends now. That's the only point I'm saying. I wasn't Dr. Phil and you. I always feel like that, though. Because you always go there. But now that we're not together, we are much better friends. We have a friendship where we couldn't have it when we was together. Um, but to get back to that earlier point, which I was saying, like the particulars you look for and stuff. Yeah. Um, I was a superficial dude at one point, you know, oh, let me see what that body looking like. Oh, she cute. Blah, blah, blah. But now I'm more like, okay, I want to hear what you got to say. Yeah. At one point, I didn't even care what she had to say. If she looked good. I was like, woo, you know what I mean? Now I'm like, let me speak to her. Can I have a conversation? Open that box, ma. (laughs) Close that mouth. Open that box. Do you think you can find love waiting outside of your usual attraction? Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm a little weird when it comes to relationships. Some things that people think are their flaws, I'm actually attracted to. So I don't want anybody to ever make a decision for me. Like, can you, you know, an example of that? Like, okay, like her with the tooth. Like, let's say your teeth aren't crooked. I might find that kind of sexy. Like, you know what I'm saying? You might be insecure about it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, All you just... glass chewing So we're going to move on to the last topic. Last topic is a little serious, but since it's Woman History Month, I want to discuss this and have women give their opinion. And it's, are we ready for a woman president? Like yes. In, in, 20, in 2016, we had Hillary run, and, you know, Hillary didn't quite win, but she made a good run to it, but certain things held her back. So the next question, do you think after the Trump America, we're ready to vote for our interests again? Yeah. First of all, when were, we, when were we ever not ready for a female president? When were we ever not ready for a black president? Who set those standards? Yeah. The only difference between us and them is that we can have babies and you can't. We have boxes and boobs and y'all. Like, that's the only thing that it sets us apart. Yeah. So when were we ever not ready? You no, know? but black people have always been just as qualified and skilled as everyone else, but we were slaves right. for a while, mm-hmm. and then we were treated as three-fifths of a let person me, me and things you. like that. So I'm just saying, do you think that's the climate of America You mean, now? is America ready yes. for a woman? I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I feel that minorities are ready for a woman president because in the minority communities, the women are the pillars and the strength of the that's family. Mm-hmm. I don't care which way you put it, which way around it. Even when you think back, it's like, I'm going to grandma's house. You have a grandfather, but it don't matter because your grandfather will tell you what did your grandmother say. Yeah. And, and <laughs> even in my family, like my grandmother, God rest her soul, Winola D'Ampert was the pillar of our family. Like whatever she said went, even to my father, who was her son-in-law. So I feel as minorities, we are ready, but we're so divided that we don't, we're not open to see the different things about it. America as a country in a whole is not because in their, in their world, a white man is dominant. He is everything. He is the smartest. He is the leader. He is brilliant. Not realizing that he is also self-destructive to some things at some times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they That's don't dope. realize that sometimes Preach. he is the, the thief in the night that is destructive, that is hurtful, that is... He's tactful. Yeah. But we do... We are ready, in my opinion, for for a woman president. And I want of, her to be a minority. What do you think of I think that... If if um, Michelle would have ran against Trump, she would have won. You think so? Yup. Michelle is popping, and everybody yeah. to us, to, to us. us, but, but I, I think at the time, Trump is people trash. were so 
certain people were so ready to be done with Obama and Michelle having that relation would have hurt her. Now that we, now that we, we like people, people went against their Obama. interests, right? Yeah. Because a lot of people who voted for Trump went against their own interests to vote for Trump, Trump, just to avoid voting for Hillary. Because they looked at it as I got, a, I got a few yeah. things on this, and it's going might seem a little contradictory because I feel like with us having Trump in office, we're ready for anybody. anybody. Exactly, so, exactly. You know, transgender, male, female, whoever, because right. Trump is a wild card. And if he can be in office, I think any female would do not only just as good a job, but much better job. Much better. My thing is, like you said, Ty, um, call you Ty? We call her. Okay, watch it. Our community, the minorities, we, yeah, we've been ready. Um, America as a whole is not ready. Mm -hmm. For a man to do and say the things that Trump has done, even before he was president, and and still have so many women, probably mostly white women, vote for him, they themselves are not ready. They don't that's, even support that's themselves what I'm against the way their they own should. interest. You know what I'm saying? How do you feel about it, Jasmine? I feel like the future is female. The future is female, baby. Sure, it's not the present, though. Sure, it's not the present. The future is female. I feel like we need to kind of wake up again, right? Because what gave Obama room, you know, even though uh, George W. Bush... Like after he left the um the office, oh, I, I started to get a little more respect for him because he showed a little more open mindedness, and that's why Obama. He was hitting on Michelle. No, but that's why they became yeah, no. no. That's why they became cool because <laughs> because once once Bush left the office, he wasn't he, he didn't have to play the political part. So he, but what I don't like is that everybody trying to run for president that like Kanye for president, Oprah. For, I mean, I'll vote for Oprah. I think Oprah, if I she not, ran, I would not. She oh, has no I political. I would fucking vote for Oprah. Oprah's a Oprah's a people pleaser. She's a people pleaser. I don't need a people pleaser. It wasn't even about the people pleaser. I want you to have some sort of political background. Trump don't. But every a lot of people voted for Obama. Trump don't. He's an actor. Let's put it out there. Before I and he's a real estate mogul. Honestly, say. I research him because I'm not going to vote for you. Number one, if you're a puppet, as Jasmine said. Number two, if you have no political background. True. You, you, Oprah, make money. Great social person. Great talk show host. Great about it. But what do you Stick to your day job. What did Trump have? That's the reason people but voted for Trump. Because, because he Y'all about to vote for Kanye? Politician. And he was saying That's what America why. wanted him to say. Y'all about to vote for Kanye. He felt. But I will honestly say, like, I didn't know who to vote for. I just know I was not voting for him. To be honest with you, I voted for Hillary as default because I didn't want to vote for Trump. I really wanted Bernie Sanders. So Bernie Sanders is making a run again. We'll see how that happens. That was my they say Bernie so, Sanders is going to kick the bucket soon. But Trump is not that young anyway. But anyway, so to, to get back to it. That's what they say. What do you feel like Hillary could have done different? She had a few scandals going on too, didn't she? Like, right. So I don't know. Honestly, I didn't really care for her. So just because you're a female, I'm not gonna support you. Like, I'm just not like that. And just because you're a male, I'm I'm not not gonna support you. I didn't really care for what she was doing. I felt like she was trying to appeal to us, and it wasn't compassionate. It was kind of like, yeah, I didn't like that. So I just I took my I took my mind. Yeah, I took my mind out of the whole presidency presidential candidacy period and stopped watching it after a while. And I honestly didn't vote for anybody because I don't give I don't give a rat's ass what it is. If I don't like you, I'm not gonna vote for you. I'm not gonna vote for the lesser of two evils or the best option that there is. I'm just not gonna fucking vote. Right. And I didn't like anybody, right. so I agree. Like, um, so what do you think Hillary could have done better? Um, I don't, honestly, I'm not much of a political person, so Pat. <laughs> I don't. I'm just not. So the reason why I felt Sadly. that she could have done better is because I felt that she may have learned from her mistakes. So what I did was I researched it when they were running for candidacy, and I also saw like she had a political background to when she was in college, and it was it wasn't like she just hopped on the train for when it came to minorities. Like she's marched, she's held protests, she's held rallies. The only thing that I did not know is that I don't know if I'm correct. I can't remember, but the bill that was signed, which caused a lot of incarceration, the super of, uh, mass of incarceration men, bill, yeah, her husband did sign. 
And she did not go against it. And it was for two reasons when they asked her. Like, they asked her before she even ran for presidency. And her response was the way that it was portrayed of the Reagan administration, of how crack was going. It was just, if we lock them up, they can't get out. Not understanding the bigger picture that you see in the 13th century. How you destroying lives and families and the residual. Because it was going deeper and bigger. But I respected her because she admitted that mistake and she never hid from it. But she forgot her biggest thing. She was looking at us because she thought that we wouldn't vote for her because she figured that we would go for Trump because he's about money and real estate. She forgot her own people. She forgot the white woman. And that's why they voted for him yeah. because he talked to them. She thought she had them in the bag yeah. so she catered she to other people. She, she yeah. to us. That, that, what about that, you, Cliff? That, that makes sense. And you can say she might have missed out on the white women, but I think her biggest flaw um, in her you know, running um, her candidacy was she forgot the Midwest. Yes. That's the thing. They, they felt forgotten. That's all. And a lot of them don't even support Trump like that, to tell you the truth. But they are, I saw this documentary and it showed, um, it's talking about the big corporation, Amazon, Google, as the you know, thing just fell through with them coming to New York or their office or whatever. And it was like, what about the Midwest? That That would really uplift them and give them you know, what we already have. Like, New York City already is making money. Millions and millions of dollars. We don't need that here. But they need it there. And what Trump did that was smart, if ever there's something he did that was smart, he catered to the Ohio's, the Nebraska's, the little towns that nobody cares about. He was there with his rallies, and he got all of those votes. He, 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 he ate up the swing votes. And that's, and that's the thing. what Hillary said. Oh, Trump is ugly. You need those with the Electoral College, the way it's set up. What do you feel Hillary could have did differently? I mean, a lot of people thought Hillary was staged. She was just advocating too much for the African-American community. She was kind of an alimony, AME church. Right. She was just doing things. Yeah, shout out to Southside again. But she was doing a lot of things that was staged, and people could see through that. You know, it was nobody, and then it's hard enough for a woman to, even guys that didn't believe in Trump voted for Trump because they're like, I don't want a woman to run. And then when they see you doing stage stuff, it wasn't going to happen. So a lot of the things she was doing was too much. Especially and then people the, people read through it. The hot sauce in her bag. It was like, like oh, you, yeah. got, you got racism and then you got sexism. They're they, they pretty close. Like, yeah. man, you know, just as much as we feel we our race gets discriminated against and we get hated I, I, on. I think men, you guys all kind of in my opinion, mm-hmm. summed it up correctly. Hillary just didn't really appeal to the masses enough. She she catered to certain groups and not all groups. She didn't necessarily... I think she went on, I'm just going to kiss butt or, or attack Trump and not necessarily... I didn't really know what her platform she was. She underestimated him. Like, did you really... She underestimated I, Yeah, she just felt like, come on, he's, yeah. he's stupid. Yeah. I don't really gotta pay attention. Yeah, she didn't sell me on anything. I kind of felt like, okay, you know, I knew her background a little bit, but she didn't sell me on anything that made me feel like, wow. So the last question on this topic is, is there a woman past or present you would like to see as president? What is her, um, she just got her, she's a little bit older. No, um, Ruth Gins, uh, Ruth uh, Gettysburg, Ginsburg, she would be a great, to me, she would be someone that I would have elected to be president. Also, um, you may call me a little crazy, but Angela Davis. Hmm. She's gone, gone, but is this... uh, Yeah, but... She has the president. Yeah, has the president. Has the president. Yeah. Yeah. I would... um, Of course, I would like to see Michelle Obama. I love what she stands for. I love what she does. I like her rawness. I like how she's so authentic. I just feel like she's a dope woman, and um, she has a lot of valuable points that she hits, and I feel like she actually genuinely cares. You know, you could feel that. You could feel that compassion, and, you know, I would like to see that. I think that would be dope for my daughter to grow up and see. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's dope. I, I agree with you. I would like to see a combination. If she was a little bit younger, I know this is ageism. Maxine Waters and Michelle Obama, Obama together Ooh, as a, that'd as be a, a powerhouse president, and vice president. Mm. That would be so dope. That would. Wait, but you know Maxine, we have ageism. You Maxine know? Waters. That's the reclaiming my time. Mm-hmm. Wasn't Maxine? That was no, a. We're not, uh, we're not going 
Delivered sequel, right? That's what I'm thinking. Oh that's actually that's <laughs> Somebody named is Maxine Waters on some TV show, but <laughs> for me, for me, I would choose Obama again because I liked him. You know, no, it got to be a woman. Not a woman. He said a woman. A woman. Michelle that's Obama. Right. Okay. Obama. Okay. okay. Her name is Obama. Her name is Obama, right? She was running the show anyway. I would choose Obama because I liked Obama, and yeah. I think that they have the same values and stuff like that. Yeah. And plus, what she's doing now and her women stuff, she helped kids. She do a lot. She yeah. just has a whole movement. Her I, book. I, yeah. I, I would choose. I don't Obama. know the political rules, but I felt another thing Hillary could have did was she should have made Bill her VP. No, she should have been Biden. She was going to be her VP. Her husband. Yeah. Nah, that's too close for comfort. And I don't want to work. It's so much yeah, it's scandal. They would have brought that whole thing mm-hmm. up again. That would have destroyed her. Yeah, I can't. What's the Leave Bill at home. On the Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Angela, oh, Angela Rye. Yes. yes. Angela, Angela Rye. Yeah. She get my vote all she day. She get my yeah, vote. She's popping. What about you, Claire? Angela Rye. I definitely, um, I would like to see Michelle because it was like you having Obama again. Yeah. You know, a lot of things she would do, she would relate to her husband to get some input. But, you Absolutely. know, um, that's it. Maybe just Michelle. Give it a try. That's it. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to cut y'all down, but my mama didn't really do enough. Oh my god! Oh, wow, one of those people. Hey, he was happy. He was he a was black president. A he inspired. That's the most he did in the presidency. Now I can look at my son and say, "You can be president." Even being black, you can be president. After but Donald Trump, of that, you could tell anybody they do? can be president. What did Obama he, do? No, he what? did a lot, but you, you, but you start people... searching for a whole nother show, man. Yeah, a whole he, show he, show I will say that. this: like Jasmine said, he did a lot. He did a lot, but of he did up. a lot of stuff for immigrants. He did a lot of stuff for the LBGT community. Mm-hmm. He did a lot of stuff. He didn't do as much stuff for the black community as people would have wanted him to do. But he still did a lot of things. He did a lot of stuff for prison reform. He opened a lot of doors. He did. Do I would. I felt, but that's the thing. He had so much stuff to do, and it's it's other things that's going on in the world. But I feel like if he would have had another four years, he could have tackled a lot of more things for our community. One thing I respect about Trump, I just, I I respect. Yes, this one thing I respect. He is gangster. He don't care. He doesn't care. I wish Obama would have been like that. Once you get in the office, he's like, listen, bro. You do what you do, I'm gonna do this. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's his fault that a lot of federal workers was um, in furlough and wasn't getting paid. But he was like, I want my wall. You ain't giving me my wall, they ain't getting paid. So the, was that. the wall's not even you know logical. I, mean? I know. The wall is not he logical. Just didn't care, and I love that about a man in power. Don't y'all women love that? Y'all women love that too. <laughs> man, if I just like, no, anyway, I don't care. This is what I'm no. doing. It's a difference between <laughs> having respect for somebody and fearing somebody. And I feel like a lot, he intimidates a lot of people and they have a level of fear, but they don't respect him though. Yeah. That's so, they say fear lasts so longer than love. That is the that end of this episode. It was another great episode. Thank great you guys episode, for ladies. Through. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for having me. Now you could now you could take the time out to obviously continue to plug the brand and let them know when they can pick it up, where it will be available in the tri-state area, and different ways that they can get it in the future. Yes, so we are currently available selling Ezra Vere out of Soul Exchange Bistro and Wine Bar. That is in Jamaica, Queens, well, Queens, New York on 208th and Jamaica Avenue. Soon will be available at Happy Cook, Brooklyn, which is right on the corner of Atlantic and Buffalo. Atlantic and Buffalo will be in Happy Cork, which is an exclusive um, high-end wine bar. We'll be available there within the next couple of weeks. And we're going to be at Essence Festival 2019 yes. for the Black yes. Wine Experience. Big moves. The vibe always. Yes. Big moves. Also, please follow us on Facebook and Instagram, as Revere Wines. Um, you can also, so we will answer you. Um and we can let you know our up and coming events. We do have an event next week with the Zetas on March the twenty fourth. And, and where will it be at? Twelve to three p.m. at Slope in Brooklyn. Nice, nice, nice. Fellas, y'all want to shout anything? Yeah, out? I want to shout out um, these lovely ladies doing their thing, bossing up. I really respect y'all. Um, listen, I wasn't gonna lie to y'all. I drink. I know good wine. I know good alcohol. This is good. All right. Nice. Thank so you so much. Them, you know, um, another one of my sisters doing their thing. I told her I was going to shout out my homegirl, Jolanda. She works now with Wyndham. Anybody trying to go on vacation, 
always. See her, she working out in New Yorker. You can get yourself a free vacay. Um, she'll let you know how. Up Wendy, what's you her know? name? Um, Yolanda. Yolanda. <laughs> holla at her. Big New Yorker, 34. Um, who else I want to shout out? Um, I just came back into town. Shout out my peoples in Orlando that checked me, looked out for me. I had a great time. Um, and then all my brothers and sisters doing their thing. You know what I mean? What about you, Claire? Um, shout out to these three sisters for coming on the show. You know, as um, black people, we got to support each other, right? I, I, I didn't know them from Holland. Well, I seen they were from Jamaica, Queens. Yeah. I hit them up ASAP. Uh, you know, uh, I sent them two videos, let them know, see what is going on. And then, you know, friends become family. I always welcome them to come and promote the brand. Exactly. Thank you. And, you know, and, and as and it grows, we'll be back. we want you to come back and let us know the uh, update. As we grow, we want y'all to I want you to ask y'all a question, how many y'all accounts y'all have? Y'all be like, I don't even know. I don't even know. You're speaking oh, that into the, the universe, right? Thank you. Views from the friends as the podcast we're growing with a podcast of the people. We love to have entrepreneurs, people who got something going on, people who look like us who don't look like us. We just the biggest thing is supporting people who have a dream, right? Right. Because that's the biggest thing. So many times we're stuck in a life that we didn't plan for and we stopped dreaming. So right. we want us to continue to dream. Anyone who's looking to come up and promote what they got going on, shout, you know, reach out to us. Like I always says, you know, we have to go out there and chase our legacy because it lasts longer than our liabilities. That's and we right. out. Peace. Yeah. Thank you. Views from the friend zone. Mom trying to beat, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends though? It's cool though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo. Views from the friend zone. Mom trying to be, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kinda sweet and you wanna be friends though? It's 